Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never ever about food. Or weight. Never ever. Not even. One time. Not ever. Ever ever. Hi, Takeshi here. I am the producer and editor of It's Not About Food podcast. Laura Lee is going to be out for a few more weeks. For this episode, we are going to have videos in audio form, which is available on Patreon as an exclusive. So if you go over there, you'll get the show a week early and you'll get this exclusive on the fourth week of the month. It's still not on Facebook. I'll have to put it up there one of these days, but we'll have the video of fullness in audio form. And also, I wanted to share some highlights or some of my favorite parts or segments of It's Not About Food. So one of my other favorite ones, and it's more because of the situation of the recording more than anything. I think this was when I first started working with Laura Lee, and this was actually the first recording I did with her without the video producer, Ben. And so it was just the two of us, and we were recording at her office in San Rafael. I remember that it was our first recording that we were doing with a phone. And normally it works, but for some reason it wasn't working well at all. And we're going through all this trouble just to try to get it to go. And eventually we figured it out, but it still didn't work properly. But at least we really got a good recording out of it. And it was actually a really good episode too. And it is Sexuality with Erica Cheney. And it's always interesting to hear what different people's interpretation of what sexuality is, because in their eyes, that is definitely what sexuality is to them. And I feel like Erica was definitely the perfect guest for this. So if there's a young girl out there, you know, in her bedroom, just worrying about her herself, her body, her sexuality, and maybe that she has, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm sure that you were dealing with as a teenager. Um, what would you say to her about getting through this, this part and coming out the other side and being okay? What would you, how would you support her? What would you be able to say to her if you could? If it was me, um, I would want it I would have wanted to hear that my feelings are valid, your feelings are valid. And oh this it's a tough question because yes. I was so closed off and I wasn't open to hearing much. My mom tells me that she's tr- tried to talk to me mm-hmm. a few different times and um I just wasn't having it. Yeah. So I think I think what would help the most is hearing other stories or yes. So you're not alone. So you're not alone in hearing, mm-hmm. hearing that those words, you're mm-hmm. not alone. Um, this has happened 
to so many others and your feelings are valid. Your body is your own and nobody else's. And if I had just heard those words, your body is your own and no one else's and no one gets to decide what to do to it other than you. Yes. That, that probably would have gone a long way. Oh, that would have been so great to hear that. Yeah. And that not everybody is going to be like this, you know, people, there's a lot more people in the world than just these two perpetrators. Yes. Or three or four thousand Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yes. And just having just a healthier understanding of what the dynamics between, in my case, a man and a woman should be. Yes. And the power dynamics. And um, yeah, I don't know. It can be just, it it just gets so distorted when um, a member of, you know, in my case, a family member uses that control and power over you. You get your, my, my way of thinking was so twisted. Yes. (laughs) You know, the whole thing is so twisted. Yeah. So to yeah. so to have been so to hear other stories like we're hearing now. Yes. And we're having this amazing YouTube time mm-hmm. of people, yeah, the me too and people coming forward with their stories and yep. talking about them. Yeah. I think it helps so many people to hear that. I do too. And I think uh you know, anytime we shine a light on something in the dark, it gets it can heal. We in the darks, tucked away, smushed underneath the basement, it doesn't get to doesn't get to heal. And now we're bringing this stuff out into the real world. It's good. Anytime you feel alone in something, you feel that healing or coming out of that situation is not possible. But once you can relate to others, yes, um, like a light. I, you know, it's a, it's a little light yeah, that comes in. Right. So are there any last minute things that we didn't cover that you'd like to say? Uh, any other, you know, points about this issue? I can't think of anything else. I think we, I remember going through the cards which are amazing, and I've expressed to you how much I love these. Um, the I don't have the is it body love cards or yeah. body, what are body love cards? Body love. And you said you said pick one, you know, pick one that draws to you. So I went through the cards and I narrowed it down to about half the first time, <laughs> and and then I narrowed it down to about a quarter of them. And anytime I came across the sexuality card. I would pause and I would take this deep breath yeah. and then exhale. And, you know, I kind of was like, please stop cutting up card. <laughs> and it was just right. there. And yeah. by the end, I thought, this has got to be it. This has got to be, this is where I'm at yeah. in my life. And many people, have, you know, many other people are as well. And Definitely. I think it's such a, an important conversation too. To talk about more because we just don't hear about it. We don't very often. We don't. Like you said, you know, you went to a lot of different recovery and 
a lot of different therapists and all kinds of stuff, and nobody ever said anything about it. And that's because we're all scared. We're all scared to broach the subject. It's such a, ah, it's too scary. It's too awful. It's too hard. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to look at it, blah, blah, blah. But we, it's, it's such a disconnect not to. So I'm so honored and grateful that you were here to talk about this today. So interesting for something that's so hard to talk about. On the flip side, sexuality can be so pleasurable, rewarding, yep. lovely, yep. all these beautiful things. So why aren't we talking about it more? Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful to have the conversation with you. It's sort of like uh, the the idea of dieting. You know, just diets mean what you eat on a daily basis. That's all it really means. But it's been co-opted. It's been you know, hijacked from us. We haven't, you know, we can't really talk about how great food is because everybody's on a diet and they'll have a nervous breakdown if you do. <laughs> or, you know, or if it's you so like the body that you have, it's it's horrifying, you know, if, if, they, if you don't look like Barbie. It's just so weird. It's been, all of this has been hijacked from us. So I wonder if you'll read that today. Oh, I would love to on the card. Yeah. So on the back of the card, it says, Today I will practice realizing it is not my size that limits my sexual experience, but rather it is my shame and fear. Oh. The same feelings that are so often at the core of my struggle with food and weight. I will experiment with looking at my body, the expression of my sexuality, and my sexual desires as natural pure, precious, and sacred. Oh, I love, love that. I, you know, that we, would be a beautiful thing to say as I look at myself in the mirror. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I bet if we all did that for one year, we would heal a lot of these really deep wounds about sexuality. Storygram Network. Welcome to One Media, One Media. I'm when you're whining with nurses. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. The art of being yay isn't just something he developed. Storygram Network. Welcome to It's Not About Food podcast. And we are still on our body love cards that Carol Normandy and I created many years ago. So today's card is fullness. And the image is a goddess kind of set back from a table with food on the table. And her little spirit, animal, deer, dog guy is laying on the floor next to her like my dog does too. And she's sort of just satisfied. She's got her hands around her belly and she's sort of like, okay, I'm full. So the card reads, fullness is the bodily experience of having just enough to eat, not too much and not too little. When we slow down when we're eating, 
stay conscious and go within, listen to our own self, we can hear or feel this natural bodily sensation. Every person experiences fullness differently. And some of us have learned to ignore the signal. I was one of those people for a long time. So to experience fully, you may need to practice listening to your body, something I did not want to do. And in my own recovery, it seemed to me like I lived a lot of the time from the neck up. I thought about everything. I didn't experience everything. So I would think I was hungry, and I would think that this is what I should eat. And it was usually a diet of some sort that maybe I squished all together with you know, several diets that I had been on in my life and I'd squish them all together. And then I would eat from that place. And fullness or intuitive eating and fullness is sort of like math. You have to have the first part of intuitive eating. You have to listen, am I hungry? And you have to feel what hunger feels like to you and everybody is different. And then you have to once you get that, I am hungry, your body will give you a signal of what it's hungry for. And so that's the second part of the intuitive eating process. But the third one, which is the one we're talking about today, is fullness or satisfaction. When we know that we got the right food, we were hungry, and now we're satisfied. Now the match happens. So if I'm hungry for an apple, but I make myself eat a piece of pie, that's not a match and I will not feel, I might feel yucky, I might feel too full, but it won't be a match. So that's what I was looking for in my own recovery was the match. I am now hungry, this is what my body wants, I am now full and I can stop eating and I'm satisfied and I can sit back from the table and be happy with that. It was very hard to get into my body. I just did not like my body. I didn't like to be there. I kept thinking, there's just something other body that I can get at some time. I really didn't have this thought out clearly. <laughs> you know, I just really believed that I was someday gonna get a body that I wanted and it wouldn't look like the one that I had. Now I'm kind of okay with it. But going back to the card, so fullness. Today I will practice tuning into my body and listening to the subtle cues of fullness. When eating, I will ask myself, am I satisfied? Do I want more? And can I stop now? I will notice what fullness feels like in my body. And again, if you're suffering from an eating disorder, this may seem like I will never have a bodily sensation that I will be able to recognize or feel or even acknowledge or work with, because I didn't think I had them either. I felt like I was either always hungry or never hungry, always full or never full. I wanted everything in the whole world, but I hated all food and I couldn't stand it. It was very hard to sort through this. But like the last line of this fullness card, to experience fullness, you may need to practice listening to your body. To me, that was a very big gift. I did not have that before, but it was very hard to get for myself. 
You have to believe that your body knows what it's doing, which I did not believe that. I thought my diet, Dr. So-and-so knew what my body was doing, but I didn't believe my body did. But a baby knows when it needs to sleep, when it needs to eat, when it's full. It knows these things, it doesn't have to think about them. And we can trust this beautiful body of ours. This is our baby. It's like our, or our precious dog or animal. It knows what it wants. It knows when it's full. You do not have to worry about what that's like for you. It is there. It's an inherent part of our physical body to know when we're full. So I would really support you in starting on a day that there's not a lot going on and listen to your body when it says it's hungry. And then listen to your body when it says what it would like to eat. And then listen to your body when it says I am now full. If you get those three things, you're really on the road to recovery. And even if you can't do it perfectly all the time, it's no problem. There's a long life that you can learn how to do this. You don't have to worry about it if you can't do it perfectly. In fact, this is your body you're talking about. It is not gonna be perfect. There's gonna be a lot of ups and downs. Oh, that wasn't the right food. Oh, now I'm not full. I thought I was full and now I'm not. Oh my God, I'm too full. That will happen a million thousand times. It's okay. Just keep coming back to your body. Am I full? Am I hungry? What does my body want? So thank you so much for listening. And again, the card is fullness, which is a great feeling. I am now full. Full of love, full of expectations, full of success. Maybe not full of it. Thanks very much for listening. You can get my podcast on uh, Patreon. Become a Patreon on Patreon. Become a member and support my podcast. Or Apple Play or SoundCloud. <laughs>